Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's the Joshua Mulholland's Podcast. Probably the best podcast in the universe. It's the Joshua Mulholland's Podcast. Hey, maybe just the best in the RJP. It's the Joshua Mulholland's Podcast. All right, so welcome to the podcast. Today I have a very special guest, Andrea. Andrea, I don't think the hospitality market gets a lot of love a lot of the time. So please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do. Sure. Um, and it's funny because hospitality shares so much love. Um, so I'm the director of sales and marketing for the Doubletree Suites Hotel by Hilton. And I've worked here for 16 years. I started as a sales manager. I was a sales manager for two years and then grew um, to, into my position. Um, I have over about 25 years in the hospitality industry. I also worked for private clubs, country clubs, dining. And so service has always been a really big part of um, my career and passion. I think one of the things that's going on now is, is people are scared. Sure. What do you do? do you, the Governor Abbott opens up certain parts and do people still want to go out? Or yeah. what's going on? Is, is, uh, I, there's two sides of this that I always see is, yes. is opening a market and stimulate the economy or open a market and people get COVID. Yeah, I see that too. I think that people should still be able to do certain things um, and just be safe. You know, uh, wear a mask, continue to have your good hygiene. Um, but for us, what we're seeing um, is more of that leisure market. There may have been some people that um, may have gotten their stimulus or a little bit extra income with unemployment. And so people, I think, just need a little break. Um, so there has been people that have come out here with their families and certainly that's one of the areas that is the first to come back is the leisure market. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't know that I want to be on a plane right now, but um, I have gone to the beach already with my family as uh, cautious as I am. It was a little bit um, scary a bit because you know when your daughter is like mom we have to go to the restroom and you're at stripes <laughs> yeah <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> we didn't do that pre-covid um, so you know or you know going to the hotel and you know um, thinking about the elevators and the cleanliness and the hotel we stayed at did a great job and that's where the future is really heading you know making sure that um, you're going to stay at a place that is going to have all those precautions you saw when you came in right. obviously we're here at the double tree welcome to the hotel and uh, making sure that the sanitizer sanitizers are, are there and, and the wipes and everything so that people feel um, a sense of comfort and clean. And that's kind of where it's heading in the industry. Hilton, 
um, has come out with a partnership with Lysol. So that is really okay. big for our brand. Um, Marriott, Hyatt, um, you name it, the majority of major brands have come up with a, a really great plan for cleanliness and, and uh, also just making sure that, you know, you wait a couple of days in between, you know, when the guests stay, little things like that um, are some of the precautions. that. Yeah, it, it's the the first day that the beach opened, we took our family out there and they made us you wear masks. I was one of those. Uh-huh. I was like, we need to get out of here. <laughs> but we went and, uh, and every 10 minutes, uh, it seemed like uh, uh, either police were driving by or the, or the lifeguards to making sure you had your mask. But the week after, on Saturday, there was 27,000 people that went wow. to the beach, 8,000 on Friday and 6,000 on Sunday. Everybody wants to get out. I yeah. get the leisure yeah. part. Like, I get it. And I was listening to a video earlier about a hotel brand that was running at 10% occupancy. What are you seeing on your end? So um, this pandemic, unfortunately, has affected um, hotels globally. So it's not just a regional thing. Um, even, you know, I was here during 9-11. I was here uh, during the recession. We've gone through, you know, so many things, including the this, um, the, what was it, May 2010, I think it was the swipe flu. Um, so Swine we've gone through um, so much, but nothing like this. Um, in March, for the state of Texas, um, hotels dropped to 35%. Wow. And that is because the, you know, it hit us, but it hit us mid-month in March. And unfortunately, um, the STAR report is something that it's kind of the Bible for hotels. That's something that each hotelier gets every Tuesday. Okay. Um, you know, it's something that hoteliers like myself and my bond, we go to that report and we dive right in. And um, sadly, you know, we, um, our highest occupancy, you know, has been, we sold 61 rooms last Saturday, which, you know, gave us, um, a 20 something percent okay. um, occupancy. Um, so you've been seeing it slowly going back up a little bit. Yes. Okay. And so the, the, now the challenge for us is we have 262 suites. So we have more inventory compared to everybody else in the market. Okay. I like a hundred rooms. So selling 60 rooms for say like a La Quinta or Hilton Garden Inn that maybe has a hundred rooms. Well, that would have put them at 60%. Right. It only put us in that. We haven't hit 30 yet, you yeah. know, so it, it's hard. We look at the numbers every single day and that is the sad, sad reality. And, um, you know, you see a lot about the restaurants who we, um, you know, we're all in this together. Right. Um, just like they got affected. They no longer have those hotel guests that are coming in to dine at their establishments. And obviously we, we had to close. So our restaurant still is closed. Uh, even though we could open on the 18th, um, we've made a decision to, to wait a little bit longer. So hopefully by the last few days of May or 1st of June, we'll be up and running again, our bar and restaurant. And, you know, that also is hand in hand with occupancy. Right. So our guests have been really, really patient with us. And we just we miss our guests. We miss our employees. That's been the, the most difficult. Um, we had 100 employees here at the hotel with a $200,000 uh, payroll each month. And uh, then, you know, we went down to 15. Wow. So those were really difficult I remember days. seeing one of your posts. Uh, you posted about the Bellman. 
and gosh. he was the one that got <laughs> cut. His yes. hours got cut. How does how does that make you feel? Because unemployment <laughs> is at an all time high. Yes. And for you to work with somebody day in and day out, yes. build a relationship with, and then they cut it. Uh, yeah, it's like, tough. You went from 100 to 15. Yeah. And, you know, we um, we gave some food away, you know, from our, from our, um, our, our GM is very generous. He's been here for 25 years or 27 years. And um, Eliseo is very special. So I can't yeah. even talk about him. Cause he's just <laughs> I saw, I saw the story. I was like, wow, that's. That's a beautiful story. Yeah, he just came in the other day and just to say hello, and he wouldn't take my money. So yeah, <laughs> uh, I wasn't prepared for him to come in, but I wanted to give him something. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, oh, he's such a gentleman. He is just that's just that's what so I love special. about about industries, certain industries, is that they they work together so long, they build that huge relationship, and then yeah. something like coronavirus comes, and it's an unprecedented pandemic that mm-hmm. happened. And it literally stripped away everything from everybody. Yeah. Like everybody there. I don't think there was anybody that didn't get affected right. by this. And I think you kind of see true colors in certain no. um, aspects of people, whether they are leaders or followers. And somebody like Ellie Sayo, who we've always known to be such a gentleman, but just the kind human being he is, incredible. There's That's not awesome. a lot of people like him. So what has uh, Doubletree been doing for the past six, seven weeks since COVID started? Like, obviously, it turned everything on its head. Absolutely. What have you been doing with the downtime now? And now that you're starting to get back up, what have you been doing during this time? Um, so we kind of, you know, um, in, in March, early March is kind of when, you know, we were going into this year great. <laughs> it was going to be a great year. Um, and we had a lot of group on the books in March. So we had over 1,500 rooms on the books. We, um, our last big group was, was this share, t- share tour, um, which was great. And then we were getting geared up to serve Cirque du Soleil. Um, Cirque du Soleil is a really big show, and they come with about 90 rooms for seven days. We were just waiting, like wondering if they were going to cancel or not, and they were still on board to come. And then... We received the news. I got an email late on a Thursday. They were set to come in Sunday that they had to cancel. Wow. And since then, I've learned that they've all been laid off as Cirque du Soleil. Wow. So that was a really big piece of revenue. And then um, on that Friday, everything just started. Like Snowball. reservations, just one after another. We couldn't keep up with the cancellations. And, you know, I think it was the Monday of that week I knew I went into my boss's office. He knew that there was something going on because the transit wasn't moving as, as fast as it should have, like our normal trends. And I'm like, it's the virus. Yeah. And I remember we got a frustrated kind of thing, you know, because as general managers, they're like, well, you got to bring in the business. Yeah. It's like, no excuse. <laughs> okay. Like, we like yeah. you know, bumped heads. And then we realized this was out of our hands. This is nobody's fault, and we have to, you know, and that's actually the day where there was uh, somebody that had gone to San Antonio uh, Mall. Um, okay, so I remember that. It had hit Texas now, yeah. so that was a game changer, too. So travel just completely stopped. It came at a constant halt, and then we just decided, you know what, let's call everybody on the books for March and April to see if they're coming in that week we just get like all the cancellations out right. of the way so we did a lot of that so that kept us busy the next stage was really looking at um what we were going to do personnel wise because um hotels 
run on revenues. Um, You know, I've been part of different uh, nonprofits and, you know, usually look at the financials and have like, okay, three months or, you know, hotels don't operate like that. Similar to restaurants, they don't have this huge surplus. They're running on revenues and as successful um, of a multi-million dollar hotel this is, that is how hotels run. So that is what we started doing, kept really busy with that. But, you know, I was also trying to be very supportive of the team. You know, people knowing that, you know, you may be cut soon. Right. That feeling of no one's safe or thinking one day you are safe and then you may not be safe. Yeah. Is the hotel going to close? Um, that is what was going on for several days. And it's, my boss would just say, like, oh, my God, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> and I'm it's, like, it's okay. It's a, a very interesting time because, I mean, a lot of people think they have job security, but yeah. th- there's really not. There's yeah. really not. And then something like this comes along yeah. and it just, like, justifies our hey, Like, what are we going to do now? And we've seen it. We've seen um, colleagues, um, you know, um, we we lost a lot of people and it, it is difficult and um and so that that was really difficult and then once that then you start like okay you're part of the skeleton crew and you have to work just that much harder yeah so personally wise i just i wanted to um well you know i had a team and no longer have a sales team right so i'm there by myself in my little corner of the world and i just decided to keep my mind busy so um i was listening to a lot of hotel trends um listening to podcasts while i was working and um educating myself you know i think that's really important i think a lot of people are doing similar things yeah i think uh i think when this whole thing happened it forced people to adapt technology like literally overnight so what have you all been implementing as far as technology goes as far as technology one of the biggest um wonderful things that Hilton has done and they were the ones who led the effort on this is the digital key. So the digital key is super cool. Um, you download the Hilton app, you have to be a Hilton Honors member and you literally can pick your room. Um, it has a legend or a map that you can pick your room at what floor you want and okay. what, you know, if you want a corner or by the elevator or away and you can check in with your phone so it's like the coolest thing um so you just like the the um, image comes up and you just stand in front so it's a touchless keyless thing so that's great for the front interesting it's great for the guest um minimizes the contact yeah you can open um the door the exterior doors as well with that and so it's very safe for for the team but that is definitely one of the great things that hilton's done pre-covid that was the way to do it, and um, I, I think there'll be more technology like that. Um, at, you know, one of the places or companies that I respect a lot is Chick-fil-A. I mean, yeah. you know, they're always good with service, yep. and they had the curbside thing. They um, got it down. They have it down perfect. <laughs> if we needed to get all the restaurants and everything down like, like Chick-fil-A style, yeah. I think we'd be in great shape because, you know, um, I've been really trying to support the, the restaurants and, uh, you know, especially local, you know, we... Um, we've done that and it's been great experiences. Yeah. I always ask this to everybody that comes on the podcast. When does it become too much that we can't support local anymore? Like they're okay. Restaurants already opened up to 50%. Bars are starting up to Uh 25. People are out of jobs. How long are we going to be able to sustain like support local support local? That's one of the things I, I, because I always I love to give back. I love to give back. I, I support my restaurants and businesses, but there's going to be one point where maybe we just don't have enough money, right. or the economy's and not we have opening to be up. Smart, because you know I think as 
you know, um, we have to learn to save more. And I think we're in a society that doesn't um, do so great of, of that. We've learned that people, you know, out of a job for one month were suffering already. And um, we don't know the, the future. And that's what's really difficult about COVID is that there's so much unknown. I was having this conversation yesterday with my boss, you know, man, you know, you keep hearing day after day these different businesses that are um, filing bankruptcy. I heard Pier One yesterday. And also JC Penny right JC before that. JC Penny, Office Depot, um, you know, it's just been constant. And I was telling him what happens when the money is gone after the additional 600 that everybody's getting, what happens then? You know, um, so I think we're not out of the gate. There's still people. You can open things, but that doesn't mean people will come. Exactly. We've been open the whole time. Yeah. But are people coming? Um, slowly, there will be. There's definitely some essential travel, um, you know, not as much as we'd like. Right. And now we're competing against everybody else with lower rates. So um, it is definitely a challenge. And uh, however, I do think we'll all be stronger out of this. But, the, you you know, you asked what we did during this time the downtime is just you know really educate ourselves look at the trends what's happening what can we do and being on the forefront of things right. you know we thought okay let's just start we saw people like okay they want to get out of their house let's try to promote a staycation and we did and it got a lot of exposure and we partnered up with our chambers to have them share it and you know we were able to reach a lot of people with that and and uh so that's one of the one of the things we've done recently and you know all timing is important too like you can do that like yeah april 2nd <laughs> you know um you had to you know there's timing for everything you have to be empathetic um which we are and there's just stages like that but now you know slowly you know just encouraging people that it's clean it's safe and we certainly weren't there to mislead anybody because we weren't quite sure what what was going to happen yeah so. everything changes so fast it seems like everything there's something new every single day and there's too much information on it mm. and then there's not enough information right. on it and then the people that aren't qualified to talk about it talk about it uh -huh. and it gets all mixed up yeah. and like okay oh, who do i go to right. for credible information exactly. that's the hard and part and that's what's kind of cool about some of the podcasts because you're hearing from like industri industry leaders yeah. and and that's been kind of kind of cool. I, you know, um, the ones that I've listened to, I don't feel like there's any, you know, exaggeration or, yeah. you know, these are real people. Um, so that's been really good. And there was a um, some, you know, opportunities that have come up with different, um, you know, like the Florida Atlantic University offered um, a free um, tourism and um, hospitality certificate certification. Okay. So they allowed eighty thousand of people in our industry um, to take part in that. So That's I was awesome. one of them, so I've been doing that, and I'll do that like at night. Last night I was taking a quiz. Yeah. I mean, I'm just hungry for so learning. So what more. exactly is that then? So you, they give you a certification going into a post-COVID world, like how to how to handle it or? It's, it's really just um, a resource. It's okay. a certification to better yourself. Maybe somebody didn't have a hospitality degree okay. or certification. So it's just something that you can now add to your resume. And normally that would cost like $4,000. Wow. So they did it for free. That's, so that's awesome. Really cool that these people have stepped up. Also, American Hotel Lodging Association did some similar um, offerings, and so I did one on leadership, and there's a couple of others. But I try to do that, you know, just um, trying to work that in because I think it's really important to keep your mind active, and anything yeah, new you can learn and be ahead of the competition is always really important. 
So what can people expect if they book a room here? As soon as they get here, they walk in and the whole experience. Explain that to me. Sure. I think that they're going to find a welcoming smile um, first and foremost, but they're going to have the safety precautions. You saw maybe at the front desk, we have the plexiglass um, there. We have sanitizers. Um, we um, then you go to your elevator and um, there's also sanitizer again, and then you have a clean room. So we had to take away like paper products. So yeah. like the, you know, um, the TV channel guide and HBO little pamphlet, we had to take out the little pads and pens um, that was required by Hilton. So, um, and now the cleaning regimen is different. So they can, Hilton came out with a 10 um, points, okay. um, which is like the 10 you know things that are touched most um, in a room. And which so are which are those? Control, remote control uh, and uh, your light switches. You know things like that. Your lamps and and the coffee maker. You know so definitely on those. So that really gives people a sense of like okay, this is great. And I think that people will lean towards you know the that brand to ensure that those things are happening. Yeah, I think there in, in every industry, there has to be a leader that is paving the way to be able to go into a post-COVID world because there's no protocols. There's none. There's there's not too many resources that are being created per industry. Like right. this is what happens when you open up a restaurant post-COVID. These are the steps you follow. These right. are the new sanitization mm -hmm. rules. Yes. There's nothing like that. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like, or it's free for all. We like. have to rely on, you know, that what the state kind of gives you some guidelines, but there's not, like you said, a lot of details. So Texas Restaurant um, Association mm -hmm. has um, been a great resource for us. And so we're gearing up for that. Um, but we take it very seriously. And to begin with, our chef has the cleanest kitchen probably in town. That's awesome. Um, so he's always been very prideful of that. And, and we'll be welcoming him and our food and beverage director back next week. So awesome. Really excited with that so let's talk about that. What's the hiring process going to happen? What, what is it going to What is it going to look like going forward? Well, um, occup it's all about occupancy, and um, unfortunately, I don't think we'll be where we were at um, for for a while. Um, for sure, not this year, um, and I guess optimistically, maybe twelve months, but uh, it could take longer than wow. that to wow. recover and. One of the things that's hardest to recover is the ADR. So I talk a lot in hotel terms. So that's your average daily rate. Okay. And um, usually that takes four to five years. I heard somebody say yesterday it was going to take seven years. Wow. Um, I think in our market together we could, you know, collectively come together and hopefully that that you know amount of time won't be the case. But when you have everyone selling under $100 right now, it's difficult. We, yeah. Right pre-COVID, we were selling at 174 on a Tuesday, Wednesday. Wow. You know, so, um, and Embassy was at like 200, you know, our biggest competitor. Um, so now that we're in the 90s, it's the reality of every room counts. Interesting. Um, it really does. Wow. So um, it's all about occupancy, and I don't think we'll be 100%. Um, I don't know that we'll have 100 employees again which is really sad. I mean, wow. hopefully we will get a big amount back and, um, and we have high, you know, we've gotten a couple people back and it's so nice to see their face when they're here. And I'm like that crazy lady. Oh my God. Hi. <laughs> and they're like, hi, you know, but it's so nice to see them. It is still hard because we can't hug everybody like we want right. to. 
and some uh, fist bumps, elbow yeah, bumps, some and elbows, and and but it's really just um, so great to welcome people back and. And uh, so hopefully we'll do something special for the chef and and, uh, and our food and beverage director That's next awesome. week just to welcome them in a great way. That's awesome. So who are you seeing coming into the hotel right now? So um, we have a little bit of, of group, which is a long-term group. Um, they have really created a nice little base for us, so I don't want to get into details on it. Um, but we also have, you know, we're right next to the hospital. And in the medical district here, so we have had some essential employees that are, have been here. So we've had physicians and nurses, okay. and, and some um, people are great and communicate with us and say, "You don't need to clean my room until I check out." And um, and it, you know we've had um, a lot of leisure, and that's really been the first thing to come back. Um, I think the hardest, you know, um, people to you know that are gonna take the longest is like our companies that are our maquiladoras you right. know, um, across the border it's really important like we're always listening to the news and i'm sorry and um you know keeping abreast of things and so yesterday the announcement came out that the u.s uh, mexico border would still be closed until june 22nd wow so is that great for us no um so, and, it, and actually one report said indefinitely, but they're taking it a month at a time. Right. And so can What it, percentage of, of what was your rooms being taken from those people? So. From across the border? Um, there's a leisure, Mexico leisure market, and which affects obviously our shopping and, right. and food and hotels. Um, I would say that's kind of like a 10% or so, but uh, one of the largest segments for us is business which okay. is a lot of your fortune 500 companies that okay. operate in mexico your ge and lg and gm and ford motor and i can go on and on with all the different companies um, we work with and uh, right now most of them have travel bans and they're uh, a lot of the plans closed um, i did uh, see another article that automobile industry will be um considered or deemed um, essential now so um, I need to look into that a little bit more so to see which back. plants are, are going to open and also medical plants are open so like CR bar they do like heart valve okay. um, components they've opened but that isn't our biggest um, right. company so it's it's difficult you know our Panasonic is one of the largest companies um, it is just shut shut down what's the best piece of insight you can give us from your hotel perspective from the hospitality perspective that's going on with COVID-19 best perspective um I think that uh, you know we hear a lot of bad news every every day uh, yesterday and this week I heard that the Hilton Times Square um gave their keys back to their lenders wow and that's in New York. And the Marriott, um, Hilt, uh, Marriott uh, Times Square just um, just did the same yesterday. Wow. Um, the hardest hit um, hotels have been luxury and full service like us. We have so many rooms. So the ones that survived a little bit better right now are like your extended stay properties. Okay. Your, you know, stay bridge and uh, residence in, you know, they might have a contract with the government you know there's like a lot of national garden okay. uh, in the area and all the way through through cameron county so that those contracts were great that they had or some hotels um, have airline business so that is something that creates space um, so that's been good with those um, properties but the perspective is just trying to do our very best making sure that 
we um, sharpen ourselves, you know, our skills, and and make sure that we, when we are hiring back, we're hiring the best um, possible employees that we have. We have so many great employees. Um, we actually received a, an award this That's year. That's awesome. Um, it's our second one for Hilton. Um, it's called the Pride Award, and it's um, for the best of the best. Um, it's out of 500 hotels in wow. Doubletree, um, and we're so proud of that award. But we found out, like, in the middle of May, March oh. last year when, <laughs> when we got it. it. I remember calling my boss, <laughs> and we were, like, literally, like, crying, like, check again, check the email again. Did we read it right? Did we really win? And this year, it was, like, not That's celebrated awesome. or anything. It was, like, we just, like, oh, by the way, we won. Yeah. I mean, it was such a, you know, but, at, you know, when we get our team members back, I'm sure there will be a day we will celebrate. Um, but you don't really find award winners that are 35-year-old hotels. That's awesome. And so I give all the credit to our team. Our employees are the best. I mean, really, we have a culture that is very unique. That's awesome. What's the best piece of advice that you can give a struggling business or a hotel right now? I think um, it's important to be really positive and, you know, because being fearful or you know, that could come off as, you know, not very soft or warm and welcoming. And, and it is really difficult right now in the hospitality industry because we are the happy people. Yeah. Um, you know, think about Disney, you know, we're the happy people. We're here to make memories special for families and for, for businesses. You know, all the little things matter, which is our, our motto. Um, so I would say just stay positive and, and stay sharp. You know, every... Um, every reservation might be an opportunity you know i'm constantly looking at everything i'm always you know making sure i can connect in some way like if there's any other colleagues you might have coming yeah. in the area you know those little things definitely um add up to bigger things you never know um, when that one person coming in might be on a project and they might you know it, yeah. it could span it to, to big things so that's really important so you know um as um, salespeople, you're always telling the front desk, make sure you get thorough reservations. We need, you know, where are they coming from? Now more than ever, we're looking at every single reservation. We want to know, are they coming for corporate or leisure? Right. Because it all matters, you know, for forecasting and, and, and scheduling and everything. So Yeah, I feel like a, a lot of times people kind of just threw in the towel. Like they got tired. Yeah. Like, you know, I can't do this. I have to adjust to this whole new coronavirus everything that's going on and a lot of people just threw in the towel mm -hmm. and a lot of people were like resilient they want to get back to normal yeah. so a lot of people are like either or I, i've seen yeah. that what do you see on your side i just feel like um i'm very self-driven but i'm ready of course for the business to come back but i don't think it's just going to be normal and i'm not one to give the towel so that's i don't fit in that category um you know we're gonna fight for everything we can and you know ever you know as salespeople, you always have that feeling of um of responsibility for people and that's a tough yeah. weight to carry and i remember a housekeeper coming into my office she's like i'm like we're open yeah. <laughs> I'm like we are open there's just no people coming but they're like they want wow. to see their co-workers and they they want to see i mean this was a place where there was people here all the time having drinks and i mean you never know who's gonna be here with yeah. tons of celebrities i mean we have artists that stay here and 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 so many guests that we've worked with um you know so we've worked with the white house and, and 
We've worked with so many amazing groups and we want to see that again, even for us on days we come in. There's off days. I mean, I'm not always right, know, right. crazy, yeah. um, happy, go lucky. But, you know, some days it's like, oh, my God, there's no life. Like, let's turn the music on. Yeah. Let's, you know, it, it's difficult because we had to close down the fitness center and the pool and the restaurant and the bar. So all you had to sell was a room. And so little by little, you know, we've opened the pool and next phase will be the restaurant. And bar. That's awesome. That's good to hear. Yeah, it's, it's just a very interesting time. It's just, I think we'll get past it, but it's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of work. And I think that's one yeah. of the important things is it's going to take work. Yeah. So if you, you put in the work, you'll be good. And you see, like, you know, the people, like you talked about technology a little while ago. Um, you know, you saw the people, like, if, if restaurants didn't know how to do social media before, yeah. well, guess what? Yeah. That was their way of communicating with people. Yep. You know, um, that is so important. And you have to be able, you saw some amazing people pivot and, and you know, um, and those are the people that are going to come out more successful. So you yeah. can't stay in your old ways. You, you have to get better. And if there's any a time now, you know, um, you know, just sharpen your skills. And that way you come back ready and, and ready to go. And now, I mean, for the people that are looking for jobs, too. Um, it, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. I think the number one thing that I missed was the human interaction, like just being yeah. next to somebody. Yeah. Like you didn't have that anymore. You're right. just with your family exactly. all the time. But you're actually, now you're going out, you're getting to talk yeah. to people, you're going to interact yeah. like the podcast here. Mm -hmm. Like the podcast on the phone, what I was doing during coronavirus, completely different. Mm -hmm. it, has a, it has a very dry feel, but this is what I liked about the podcast because it allows us to have a conversation, a long yeah. conversation that doesn't have the little snippets from like the yeah. news. This is yeah. a in-depth conversation yeah. that gets into, that actually informs and educates. But uh, before we finish off the podcast, do you have anything else you want to share? Um, we're just, you know, anxious to get back. Um, maybe not to normal because we, you know, one thing is about being optimistic. You also have to be realistic. Right. And, um, and we're ready. We're ready to welcome our guests, but we understand that it's going to take time and, and certain, you know, segments are going to come back um, first. And one of the ones that, you know, we're um, finding out is, is Mexico, you know, continue, continuing to um, close the bridge till, till June 22nd to those leisure people coming. Um, it is hard because in the summer is usually when they would vacation and right. stay and shop and and so it's just a trickle-down effect. If they're not staying in our hotels, they're not going to shop, and they're not going to, to eat in our great restaurants. So um, I just wish everybody the best, and, you know, we will get through this. And, and I thank you for taking the time today. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and sometimes people forget, you know, all the different industries, and the yeah. hotel industry definitely, you know, we've had a decrease in 90% of our revenue. That's this insane. Is something that is crazy. And... And we will come out of this stronger. Awesome. Andrea, thank you very much thank for coming you. on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. We will see you all later. Thank you. Bye. Bye.